Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com mother. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity in Denver. It feels like we're like being reunited or something, Sarah. It's been a while, right? Reunited and it feels so yeah, good. That, that wasn't a cue to bring out your Dionne Warwick, whoever sang Oh, look at you, possibly knowing who sang that. Possibly, uh, possibly. <laughs> possibly. Um, it has been a while. We've, we've had a couple repeat shows, but this is a new show, all new. Uh, and... So, but yeah, and we had busy with some workouts, haven't we, Dimity? I'm more. <laughs> that was a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> and busy with some workouts. That's why we haven't talked. Uh, yes. And the, the, the long and short of it is we really haven't talked. We've just been very much in our own zones, kind of getting, mm-hmm. getting stuff done, getting the third book done, getting a whole bunch of the 13 point fun challenge launched. I mean, we've been really mm-hmm. working hard and working out hard. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So tell me, how was your training going SBS for the big BQ? Yeah, it is. So this is, um, so training definitely started. So the Victoria marathon, which is what I'm heading for on October 12th is it's a long way off. It's, uh, I don't know, it's more than 90 days off. And, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that this morning. I'm like, Sarah still has a long way to go for her goal race. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I sure do. And so, but started training with uh, lovely coach Bree on, I guess that would be June 2nd, maybe. Um, so the, a little over a month, little like month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there hasn't, she hasn't extended the distance a ton, but boy, that there has been a lot of speed building and including this morning, which I um, deemed on Strava as the most demanding workout yet, which was, it was only 65 minutes, but of that 65 minutes, we had, Molly and I had to do 30 minutes of tempo, which there has not been extended tempo for um, during thus far in the training. And so we had to do 30 minutes. Uh, Brie wanted us to hit a 8.30 pace and then after those 30 minutes was over, drop it down to a 7.30 pace. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I do not want to be cute. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and, uh, but, but, but also like hell to me. I'm but, sorry. But also kind of the that she said that the 8.30 should be rate of perceived exertion at 5.6. And I'm like, mm, doesn't compute. Like my synapses <laughs> start fritzing when it's like, no, 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 that can't happen. So... Um, uh, so yes. So, um, that's so funny because we, so she sent me, well, she didn't send me to the track. Um, but I went to the track to do this workout Mm -hmm. and, um, she gave me paces. I think they were, you know, in the eight 30 ish range. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I was like, Oh, I'm on the track. I should, you know, it's nice and flat. I should be able to do this. Mm -hmm. And I just, I couldn't hit them that day. And Mm -hmm. I just decided like, 
I'm just going to run at what feels like, you know, you know, what 830 would feel like that to me is a, definitely a strong 10K pace, you know? And so whatever that felt like that day, that's what I decided I would that's... do. And and ever since then, um, <laughs> it's like, just go off of effort. Just go off effort. <laughs> that's like, I don't want any paces. Okay. I'm going to be running like 17 minute miles going up Pike's Peak. Like I, I'm doing this because I don't want paces. <laughs> that's right. Cause that's what, um, I had, you know, Molly, uh, has access to my training peaks and she, um, you know, knew that it was supposed to be rate of perceived exertion five, six. And it about, I mean, I really felt like Molly was leading the charge on the 830 for the fifth, first 14 minutes and 59 seconds. And suddenly at 15, she's like, go ahead, you go ahead. And I was like, oh, okay. Didn't realize you were really flagging there. <laughs> so there was like wow. no preamble to it at all. And so what Molly said she did was she just stopped, you know, stopped looking at her GPS and just was like, I'm just going to go five, six. Does this feel like a five, six? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, I, the, by and l- I, I accepted that it was probably going to be a six slash seven sometimes, um, particularly because I, I think wisely, uh, said that we should start heading on this gradual uphill while we were still, we could either keep running East or go South and South would be going slightly uphill. And I'm like, and the house, our houses are, were southeast of where we were. I'm like, we got to get this uphill while we're still doing 830s because there's no way I can nail a 730 on a incline. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we did that. So And so she just followed me. So, I mean, the part of town we live in is a grid. So she just stayed, you know, anywhere from, I don't know, 10 to 20 yards behind me. And just uh, occasionally I would like loop back toward her. And I'm like, I'm going to turn left up here. And <laughs> so I didn't want to lose her. Yeah. Um, well, it yeah. sounds like she was pretty much there with you. I mean, 10 to 20 yards is not far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So, Good. um, so yeah, so I am, um, proudly wearing my, um, it's all good. I ran today. Shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, well, yeah, I know. And I should have mine on too. So I did, uh, a couple of people I put up on Strava. When is this podcast going? Oh, I saw, is this going this Sunday? It's going Sunday. Or... I saw, I saw on Strava, you said that this is mental toughness building week. Well, yeah. So, um, so yesterday I did the workout that scared me, um, oh. which, you know, so, so, uh, breathe training peaks. You basically lay out, your, you can lay out your workouts in advance, you know, anywhere from a day to a month in advance, but she typically does it on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So you kind of know what it's, what's coming. And, um, and it's not been a while not, since I've been Not scared. if you're me. I don't, I don't look ahead too much. Oh, <laughs> just, you don't? Well, yeah. I, I do just because I've got to think about logistics, especially because mm-hmm. I've got, you know, to get to the pool sometimes and oh, yeah, know, sure. ride my bike and stuff. But anyway, sure. um, so, uh, so I knew that this was going to be a tough one for me. So it was, it was, um, Orange Theory Fitness. I got a group on and Orange Theory Fitness mm. is this new kind of studio class. And, um, I've been on their website. They're like in Colorado. I've seen them in Canada. I've mm. seen them in Minnesota. Mm. Um, there might be some other, they're definitely like expanding their franchises mm-hmm. and the Orange Theory Fitness. The idea is, is you go in and they have in the studio, they have treadmills, they have rowing machines, and then they have, um, like a kind of a strength area where mm. they have like. TRX, body weights, benches, mm. um, and you do little circuits. You do circuits of the three things. Um, so yesterday we rotated between, you know, I went from rowing machine to, to the strength to treadmill and did that three times. And they give you workouts, um, you know, what you're supposed to be doing during it. And there's an instructor leading you as well. So so it's a, cl- um, a true class setting or is it more It's a true class setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so like the first thing, like rowing, I'm like, okay, I'll start with rowing. And they're water rowers instead of oh. concept- Oh, goodness. Wow. So if you're a, a rowing nerd like we are, you'll know the difference. But um, 
the first thing, the first thing was a hundred meters. I'm like, are you kidding me? But the whole thing is, which is not very long. A hundred meters is, you know, you pull, 10 you pull, strokes. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, but the whole thing with, with, so it's called orange theory. So you all wear heart rate monitors, oh. um, polar heart rate monitors and, um, and they have screens up. And oh, so they just, they, they calculate your heart rate off of age, which is, you know, by and large, pretty accurate. Of course, people vary, but for mm-hmm. the most part for a basic, you know, what is your max heart rate? It's, mm-hmm. you know, 220 minus your age. Mm-hmm. So they have this screen up and, um, and they have all the names oh and goodness. then, um, and then it has your percentage of your heart rate and there's five zones. And so you, you want to, the orange zone is what they say is like, you know, the most effective zone. Like it's, that's the hard, hardest zone. So like oh when you're going all out on the treadmill, that's the orange zone. You're going all out. The reason why, um, there was a hundred meters, it was a hundred meters, 200 meters, 300 meters on the rowing machine. Mm-hmm excuse me, with 10 seconds um, rest in between each little piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea is that you're going really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so the green zone is, is, you know, pretty much like an aerobic zone and that's where you spend most of your workout. Mm-hmm. But then occasionally you hit that orange zone, which I, I mean, I haven't really read all the literature. I'm sure that they allude to fat burning or something like that, or, you know, revving your metabolism, mm-hmm. um, which, um, so, so it was pretty, I mean, what I liked about it was that it was really fast paced. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really loud music. <laughs> it was a group setting uh-huh. um it was challenging and i like because it um i like it because it can challenge you no matter what your fitness level is sure, so yeah. i mean the treadmill had um a little sign so they have it for power walkers joggers and runners um you know i would i wouldn't have used those words but uh-huh. you know so you can go in and if you just want to walk really hard you know when you when you go up to the orange zone you you pump up the incline mm-hmm. um and if you're jogging or running um you're at one percent but um I mean, and then afterwards you get emailed, um, a little sheet with oh. like your, your stats, like how long you were in the green zone, orange zone, and then red zone is the highest. Oh. I didn't hit the red zone yesterday, yeah. so. <laughs> but I, I really liked, like I said, I got a group on and I'm going to, you know, try to go a couple more times, um, obviously mm-hmm. through the oh. next month. And then one is, um, opening up near me. The one that I went to yesterday isn't super close. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's a good, I, I like the idea of it. I like the, that it's three things that I can do sure. pretty well already. I mean, the rowing is definitely the hardest learning curve for people. And I mm-hmm. look around and I'm like, I just kept my mouth shut. Um, <laughs> you're probably like, you're probably like, you know, could I maybe like swap out some coaching to for some <laughs> exactly. freebie classes? Well, the funny thing is, is so this one, you know, the studio it had a glass back wall, and the whole thing with rowing is, you know, you're supposed to really supposed to swing, mm-hmm. like you know, you, you do legs, back, arms, and then kind of swing as you're doing your back and your arms. And I swung back <laughs> at the back wall, <laughs> nice. like, and okay, it shattered. And... <laughs> not so much, yeah, yeah, on that. So, um, so anyway, so I think I'll go a couple more times. But so, so I was, so the reason why this workout was so scary Mm -hmm. so in addition to you know pumping up my heart rate which isn't I'm not a fan of necessarily doing that um was that I was going to a class I didn't know mm-hmm. and then I was supposed to run three miles before and after. Three so miles. Six miles six plus mile. wow. theory fitness class. Goodness gracious, that's a lot of work. Goodness gracious, that's a lot is right. Um, and I texted I texted Bree after and I was like, okay, I made it and I was in motion for, you know, two hours this morning. Am I training again for Iron Man? And I don't know about it. She's like, you know, I'm always game. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> but um but anyway, so it was fun. So I would recommend that. I mean and I they have if they have one in your area um there's like three free, three free classes they had a, a promo going on i think through the end of july so oh. i don't know i just said i would talk about it because people were asking about it on strava yeah. um yeah. so wow and then what in a nutshell um because we gotta get to our guests what yeah. was what was uh, mental toughness 
challenging about today? Well, I mean, so I had a really sloggy run on Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to talk about the podcast on another time, but I did my red rock streak. I did wait, wait, don't tell me. Mm -hmm. And two nights at Avid Brothers, which left me with, you know, much sleep over three days. I usually get over a night. Um, <laughs> and so that was hard. And I went out late. So Sunday was a tough day. Um, Monday was an off a rest day. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was Orange Theory. And then today was, um, you know, it well, wasn't 30 minutes of tempo, but it was eight minutes of tempo. And then like 30 minute, 30 second pickups, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. with 130 off times mm -hmm. doing that for 10 minutes twice. So I don't, I mean, it, it's all fine. I just, I don't feel a lot of pep in my legs these days. Let's just mm. put it that way. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's a, a little bit of a slog right mm. now, but you know, that, that just happens in one day I'll have a breakthrough and I'll feel good again, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but it just, you gotta just keep pushing through. Right. 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 As, as proven by, um, our guest who is Paula Harkin. She is a local mom of two. She has, um, uh, as starting in the fall, she'll have two kids in college and, um, her the reason we have are having her on is because she has a running streak that's been going on since uh, early 2009. She just passed her 2,000th straight day of running, and um, to the careful listener, you might know that Paula Harkin was the woman who trained me for the Nike Women's Marathon in 2007, which got this whole another mother runner party started. Was that race you and me doing that together? So before we bring on Paula, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. Audible.com is a leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. I know some of you would wish that our podcast was daily, but alas, it's weekly, so you have some other runs to fill up. How about considering listening to an audiobook? So awesome to listen to while you're running. It just keeps you engaged, make, maybe takes your mind off the workout when you don't have a running partner with you. Also great for when you're cooking, folding laundry. If your kids will put up with listening to, you know, the goldfinch while you're driving, you can listen to it then. So head on over to audible.com for a free download of the book of your choice. Log into audible.com slash mother. That's audible.com slash mother for a free audiobook of your choice. And now back to our guest. So Paula, thank you for joining us. It's a delight to have you here in the studio. Well, thank you for having me, Sarah. Yeah, and I really love your shirt. Isn't it cute? Uh, we are both wearing It's All Good. I ran today. Oh, sweet. I should be wearing mine too. Uh, no, quick, go put then it then on. I, then I won't be the outlier in Denver anymore. <laughs> yeah, go put it on. So so when I was debating which one of our shirts to give Paula, I at first thought I run things because you co-own a running store with your husband. But then I thought, well, Paula is a woman who has a streak that has gone on for more than five years, more than 2,000 consecutive days of running. And I thought, if any shirt sums it up, it must be, it's all good. I ran today. I love she it. Can, it's, it's she, awesome. You know what she can do is she can test it for us on, like, how well it, um, you know, keeps body odors at bay. Like, streak in that for a while, Paula. You don't have to wear it running. But I'll then give you guys day, an update. I want to know, like, does it, does it make it a week, two weeks, three weeks, you know? I, I, you know. Well, so we've, we've already established that Paula um, has borrowed her uh, collegiate son's soap, which is Irish Spring. So that might, I'm not sure whether they'll help or hinder the odor factor. <laughs> Smelling a little manly today. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Sometimes I use Grant uh, Grant's deodorant when mine's like outer, I can't find it. And then right. I walk around and I feel like Old Spice. I mean, yeah. he doesn't oh, use yeah. Old Spice, but it's definitely a different scent. It you know, is. I feel like... 
wow, I am giving off some different vibes today. <laughs> I, I love the smell of it on him, but on me, I feel like a, a, it's, it's a very awkward sensation. <laughs> yes, it's so true. <laughs> anyway, so so Paula, so um, we didn't come here to talk deodorant. Um, we nope. want to hear, give, give us a little bit about your running background before we get started and talking about your awesome streak. Well, let's see here. So um, I am just a, basically an average everyday runner. I started running after college, so I didn't have that college experience so I guess given your build you're very um slight and petite and I had always imagined you were a collegiate or high school runner I I wasn't I was actually a cheerleader and Mm, then um, did dance and you know that kind of girly stuff and so yeah and so I started running um I am just absolutely fell in love with it and so I started running with a couple girlfriends at lunch when I worked in an office building which I think is such an awesome break in your day and I hope that I hope that a lot of women can discover that because it's just such an amazing um, way to get your run in. If you if you have a place you can shower, sometimes you have to do the the little powder or whatever to get through uh, the the sweaty day. But anyway, yeah. So I started that and I started running and I loved <laughs> it and I've been running ever since. Day. Although not right now with the heat, I gotta say, like when I see people out, you know, at high noon o'clock yep. and it's ninety four degrees out, I'm like. Dude, that is not a good choice. Yeah. Like, there are treadmills and you need to be inside because right. you're going to just melt. <laughs> but it is mostly dudes, I got to say. It's you know, the not, dudes. not naming names, but yep. it is one sex over the other. Right, right. All right. So you started running with these girlfriends at lunchtime. Yes. Uh-huh. And it was great. And I just loved it. And I literally, I just, you know, that day, you guys probably all know it. There's so many women that know this. And it's just like, you just, it makes you feel awesome. It's like, I loved that. And then, of course, as your mind um, gets so focused on maybe becoming a better runner and your body gets better and you get stronger, it's just, it's a little bit of an addiction, I would say, which, of course, leads me to the streak. So. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I don't think we should have you two in a room together. Sarah had her, you know, post-divorce exercise streak, and we've right, got right. you with 2,000 days. I mean, I, know, I think I need, a, need to come in and kind of break it up. Right, like, right. Rest. You need yes. a rest. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, streaker. So tell us about your impressive running streak. Well, so um, I was injured. I had been, um, tr- you know, trying to be pretty competitive on the local running scene for a few years. And so, and then, you know, kids and business and husbands, and I'm still trying to run. And then I, I had hurt my Achilles tendon. So I was having a bit of a bit of trouble going faster and getting on the track and doing those things. So anyway, I just decided that if I can't run super fast and far right now, I can run a mile a day where, and I found this run, run every day.com. It's a, it's basically a running streak association. And, um, I just started it. I just decided to start it. I started it a little bit before my actual date that I'm registered for just to make it so easy. So like January 1st, mm-hmm. 2009 was my first, uh, actual streak running day and you have to you have to log your they can you know check up on you so mm. to speak and so you have to keep you know your distance and your miles every day so I use this little log and I've, I have I have five and a half of them filled out so nice. and nice. even some before that but it, these are the, this is my actual streak mileage so it's pretty fun to um, have this little goal for myself uh, to be on the streak you have to run a mile a day so there's been a couple times when I've just run a mile but I try to run more than a mile because um, once you get started, of course, it's so mm-hmm. much easier. Mm-hmm. So my average over the over the five and a half years, I think, is six point two miles a day. Oh my goodness, a ten k yeah. a day, just which about. Rhymes. But you know, uh-huh. you have the long run on the weekends uh-huh. if you're training for a marathon or 
ultra, whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so you um, have this big, long weekend. And then, you know, sometimes it's probably more closely, I would say five miles a day would be more my average, Mm -hmm. um, unless I add in the long run. So obviously, our Mm -hmm. average is six point, I think it's like 6.3 miles. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So it's super fun. And I I have to find a lot of people to run with because, (laughs) you know, you have to keep going. And it's, it's pretty fun though. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. It happens every day. It's like brushing your teeth. It becomes a habit and, and you just do it. And all these wonderful things come from it. You know, you're going to run every day. So. Well, so, I mean, so it goes without saying, is there like any kind of, um, clause where like, if you have a temperature over 101 or, you know, or you just gave birth, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like, I mean, is there any way that you can say, okay, I'm going to run three day, three miles today on Friday and that's going to cover me for the weekend? Yeah, no, it's within a 24 hour period. And as a matter of fact, when Dave and I went to, we went to Italy a few years ago and I got up in the morning at like 3.30 to run because we were going to be traveling all day Mm -hmm. long. Mm -hmm. And then we went to Amsterdam. There's a big layover. And anyway, so with the with the time change and all that, we had to get into Rome. And then I ran in my flip flops and my jeans around the Colosseum. <laughs> no way! Yeah, oh, I did. I want a photo. It was of awesome. That. I actually have a picture of it. It was so fun. <laughs> but so it's stuff like that, you know. Or if if, we're, if I'm running like a marathon before, if I go to run the Boston Marathon, I would run. Uh, get up and run like a mile or two on my treadmill before Mm. I go because you're traveling all day and then you need to get there and you're kind of tired and then you know it's just you just kind of have to plan those things out but uh, speaking to your question yeah I've had pneumonia and bronchitis and I have had um, Achilles I had I hurt my um, my hamstring on a fall and so I could barely move on that one I thought for sure I was going to have to hang it up on that one but my husband told me go to the track and run four laps and just go super slow. And I was like 14 or 15 minutes it took me to get around. It was terrible. But, you know, you just do it. You just have to find a way to manage it every day. It's pretty fun. We should also mention that your husband is quite an accomplished Oh, runner, yeah. So he, that he, um, I would think he supports you wholeheartedly Oh, he's this. just, he's an amazing human being. Yeah. He's a he great is, runner. Uh-huh. Such and a, a nice And it's such a darling, lovely yeah. man. And he's so, so cute. He is he's so cute. cute. Yeah. He is he's really cute. cute. And I just thought he's, uh, like I said, you're petite and Dave is very petite. <laughs> and so every, every time I see him, I'm just like, I just want to put Dave <laughs> in my pocket. Pick him up. <laughs> and uh, I, pocket Dave. Yeah. Yep. Pocket Dave. Yeah. Yep. And just, yep. just, he has such a sparkle in his eyes and such a charming smile. He does. So, and he's quite a fast runner that he's won a local marathon a couple times. Yep, he has. He's really great. His his marathon PR, I think, is two hours and 27 minutes. Oh. So he's super speedy Mm -hmm. fast. Mm -hmm. And And I know all this, we've got a bunch of listeners saying, that's my half marathon (laughs) PR. And yes, let's just put that out there. We're all different speeds and we're all campy pocket Daves. Nope, campy pocket Daves. Nope. (laughs) Well, so, so, I mean, so you, it kind of sounds like you've kind of turned it into a game, Paula, but, but how did you keep your mojo going? I mean, I just, I have a hard time thinking, obviously you're not going to say I'm going to run for 2000 days straight starting on January 1st, 2009. But I mean, did you ever say like, okay, I'm going to hit a thousand days and call it good, or I'm going to get to the beginning of 2010 and call it good. And then you keep going or kind of talk about the, the mental aspect of it. Well, it's kind of a funny thing, Dimity, because each year, you know, you kind of go, okay, well, that was good. And then what are you going to do? Like not run the next day? <laughs> so you kind of go, well, okay. And then pretty soon, you know, it's another couple months. And so it's been kind of fun like that. But then, you know, in my little registration of my registry, there's a, if you're a sub five year person, you're actually called like a, you're a neophyte. 
Oh, and so, wow. So you are in with some serious, yeah, serious yeah. I mean, these people run like there's like 40 years or something. So I'm like just a baby. But um, then I just decided, you know how you could just set some small little goal and it's kind of in your head and you kind of go, well, secretly, I'm going to try to become, which is what the in the registry is proficient. And so <laughs> <laughs> you had to run for five years straight. To become proficient. To become proficient. So that was my goal. And that, that was, you know, obviously January 1st. And so... So now you're proficient, Paula. I'm Congratulations. Wow, wow, we're so glad that you're a proficient <laughs> runner. Uh-huh. And so it's been super fun. And yeah, and this year's been a super struggle for me because I don't know if some of some moms and other women when they run, I found out this year that I was um, anemic and oh, so mm-hmm. lack of iron. Uh, and so that was super duper hard for me. I didn't know what was going on. And so I was like, I don't know if I can r- keep running. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, am I getting old? I'm 49 years old. Is this something that, you know, kind of happens? And so um, anyway, I found out it was iron and I was able to to start taking iron supplements. But there's just things that get in your way, you know, and you have to figure them out just like you have to figure life out. And I try to use that as an example to my kids and Mm -hmm. people around me. You just got to kind of push through, find a way. And so anyway, the iron thing was awesome because I'm feeling so much better. It took eight weeks. Oh, my goodness. To get the levels back up there. Yeah. Yeah. So now your kids, so uh, your son is going into what, his final year of college? Junior. Junior. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then your daughter just graduated from high school. So your streak has really covered some monumental years of your kid's life. I just was listening to NPR and they were saying that the teenage years, um, people show their high, parents show their highest level of stress during their kid's teenage years. God, it's still coming. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. I know. <laughs> and so, I mean, so how did, you know, you kind of deal with the college application process, the, you know, the prom, I mean, what, what, what speed bumps did those put in your way? You know, it's it's um, interesting because I think when your kids are little, you think, um, oh, my gosh, you can't wait till they can drive and go do their own thing or get a job, whatever. And they kind of, you know, you want them. We, My girlfriends and I always say roots and wings. I mean, Aww. you want them to develop great roots with you, but you want them to fly. And so, you know, when they're 16, 17, 18 years old, they're, they're not that old. <laughs> you think they're going to be, but they're still learning so much and making. They need you maybe even more than when they were little. You could pick them up and take them out of a grocery store if they were having a meltdown and put them to bed. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> you still There's, have the meltdowns, right? Yeah, you still have the meltdowns. Um, yeah. But you, you know, it's just, it's, it's really, it's, you really, at least for me, I've, I think that it's um, parenting is so mental now. You really have to decide what you're going to teach your kids and the amount of time you're going to put into them. But I think my kids know that um, I don't put my running in front of their stuff. I, mm. If I had to get up super early or do it late at night or whatever, I would. I mean, they know that they come first. I think that's an important message. Mm-hmm. But they also know I'm going to find a way to do something that I think is healthy for me and makes me a better mom. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Well, so what So what tax is tactics did you use to protect the streak? I mean, are you typically a morning runner? Like, would you get up early before everyone's up? Or would you run on your lunch break, like you mentioned earlier? Or I mean, did you have yeah. certain times that you knew were, were pretty much a slam dunk as far as getting in at least a mile? Yep. Um, well, I think, at least for me, having a treadmill in my garage mm-hmm. is a big deal, because I can just go out there, you know, if it's late at night or after dinner, but you know, whatever, whatever would work for our family. But um, you know, it's my kids are so much older now, and they are busy, and they work, and they go to school, and they go to prom, just like Sarah was saying, and all this stuff. So, since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. 
For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love, for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com slash AMR. That's BarkBox.com slash AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's storyworth.com slash AMR. They, it's like <laughs> when they come that. around, though, Small you know they're around. But I mean, I'm like, what, what, pro, what hurdle does prom have? Well, it's the, wait, just wait, the Dimity. potential dates with, oh, with Lord. your daughter or It's what? the makeup. It's, it's getting the eyelashes and the makeup and the dress oh, okay. and the it's tan. It's a full day experience. Oh, oh it's so. a week. It's, yeah, it's oh, two weeks. It's pictures. It and, oh. it's, See, and I the, never went. This isn't about me, but I never went. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's a whole podcast right there. Oh, no, I don't really want to revisit it. we got to go back to that someday. So to me, I just think pick a daffodil a dress and throw on some yeah, mascara yes. and call it good. Right. That's how I would do. It. Yeah, and you know, and in the back in the day, you know, I probably wore more makeup than Tammy Faye Baker. But now I don't wear makeup. <laughs> I think that happens as you begin to like yourself oh, a little more. Oh, get older, yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, so it's it's fun. It's interesting. But yeah, I think you just have to say sometime today I'm going to run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes but but you, did you typically get it up and do it in the morning or is that not your um, best time of day to run? Yeah, no, I love running in the morning. I don't like to get up early anymore. My, I mean, my son always got up at like 5 a.m. his whole life. And so now I'm like so happy when if I can sleep just like 6.45 or 7. I love that. <laughs> and so then I get up and I work from home a lot. And so I will, I'll just kind of check in and do my emails and and then make myself go run. Usually it's in the morning though, Dimity. Yeah, I like morning running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay gets it over with. And I have a group. The group is so important, don't you guys think? Oh, or just having anyone. Anyone from your neighborhood, one person to meet you and make you accountable. That's Mm -hmm. kind of, we have this kind of this, uh, we have a group uh, that meets at my little street and we run and it's just an email every day. What time? And it kind of goes back and forth a little bit. Most of them work from home or, you know, they travel and come in and out. So it's great because you just know you're going to meet there and go. And it makes it like so easy. You know, when you have this group run or this set time, 
it's almost like you're not running. It's just a social thing. You go out and you're moving your feet, but you are... My group likes to talk about retirement and investments. There are these three guys, and who can save the most money? And I'm like the spender, you know. So they love me. Oh, they must love you because, because <clears throat> you know, you can chat when they're huffing and puffing. Oh no, they're they're good. They they've got me beat. They're seriously good runners. So so now you touched upon the injury. You talked about the hamstring injury, the Achilles mm-hmm. thing. So I mean, how did you deal with those? I mean, so oh. that the hamstring thing wasn't just one day at the track going no, 15 minutes no, around. No, it was a it was like. It took me a long time. It took me like three weeks to be able to get down to like nine minute pace and to get, Mm -hmm. and I usually run around seven to eight. That's my normal pace. And so it would be, it was super hard, but you know, you just do it. It slowly gets better. And I had a physical therapist and I still do. And, um, I love him. His name is Dan Moreland. He just, you know, a lot of women actually have, um, issues with their hips Mm -hmm. And if they're out of whack at all, it can make it can appear as if you have a leg length difference, and mm-hmm. so that can put pressure on one side of your body. But anyway, so I, he helped me a lot, and then mm-hmm. I would get a massage now and again from my great massage therapist. Sound like I sound like a princess, don't I? <laughs> but not really. Um, so. Every day I run a mile and I get a massage, and then I see my PT, and then I get up and do it again. I sleep until seven. Right. Have my coffee. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So Shower, yeah, I had Irish some help. <laughs> and my husband helped a lot. He would um, do this little technique to my um, my Achilles. <laughs> She's making a little wiggle, I'm making like a wiggle. little movement with Pocket her Dave would yeah. go in, and he just <laughs> scraped it, and it was like like painful, kind of like yeah. Mm-hmm. And every day, every single day, for like twenty or thirty minutes, like he's oh the God. nicest husband in the world. Oh, I know, nice, <laughs> sweet yeah. Dave doing this. Like uh-huh. <laughs> now I get to yeah, cause some pain. Dave has a masochistic side. I yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm like, what can I do for? You? Do you need me to move your laundry over? Because you. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> um, so, so you have been running like so. We've said five years. I mean, that's half a decade. That's a, a significant period of time, especially at this point in our lives. You know, as mother runners in our forties, did you notice um, any changes during your body? I mean, can I ask if menopause has come into the picture at all? And if you, and if, and if so, if that's changed any of your running or? Well, I, I don't. I think that. It's just been so much time. I think my body has kind of stayed the same. Mm-hmm. I think um, some women, their metabolism at this age starts to slow down. I haven't really felt that too much. But um, speaking of menopause, there was a time when um, I was having – can I talk about my period? Yeah, you betcha. so boring, uh, I, probably. Are you kidding? Now everyone's, like, turning up the even, volume on even, your podcast. Yeah, Seriously. Even, even Alex, our male producer, is, like, nodding his head. He's like, yep. Okay. Yeah. So it was like – I literally was like, what is going on? It would just have so much uh, – flow. Um, Just say it, blood. Blood. It was everywhere. I mean, I was like, what is going on? And, you know, and then um, I uh, got diagnosed with a... no, I can't think of the name of it, but it's uh, fibroid. Yeah, thank you. Fibroid. Oh my gosh, you and Timothy are going to have a real body fibroid. Right and now. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so bad, so much blood. And so then I went in, and the most interesting thing about it was, I went in. They were going to maybe give me a hysterectomy, and mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, that'd be great. But my streak would be over. You cannot run the day after a hysterectomy. You just can't. That is like an impossibility. <laughs> Even if you are proficient, you can't. Yeah, do you it. can't. No, and so then I went through this thing, and then all of a sudden, my doctor went in. You know, they take that camera thing and they go up. They're gonna take pictures of the fibroid. I'm like, oh boy. You're like, don't post those and on Facebook. The funny thing is, there's people sometimes that know who I am because of my events in the stores, and maybe I've coached them or something. And so this girl that's in there taking. Take, she goes, 
hi, I've ran your events before. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's going to go home and tell everybody that like, I I've seen saw a Run with Paula's Fibroid. Run with Paula's Fibroid. I love that. Lovely. <laughs> so they took, they took a picture. And the funny thing is then they couldn't find it when he went back in. And so apparently they can kind of um, dissolve and oh. go away. So with, that might have been some of that blood stuff. But the bigger thing is now I'm good. My periods are like so much lighter Oh, awesome. So much lighter. Thank you, fibroid disappearance. Wow. It knew about your streak. That's all I got to say. And I have my streak, and streak. they're getting better. And I think that um, I think that I would probably say I'm getting into that pre-menopausal uh-huh. period for uh-huh. sure, 49. Uh-huh. And I think it has a lot to do with your family, too. And I think my mom was pretty young, too. So uh-huh. I'm ready. Uh-huh. You're ready to be done with this I want period. it. I don't think it's going to be neat, though. I mean, Whoa. those... Hot flashes. I've seen women with those hot flashes in the store. They're hot. (laughs) They might look like they just went swimming. I don't know. Poor things. I'm ready for it, though. I know it's gonna. I know it's coming. Oh my goodness. So we got to go back to the to the magazine that you brought in. Yeah, yeah. And it's um. So to I'm going to describe it a little. It is. I thought Paula had like brought in one of her kids like um school projects. It looks very homemade, but it does have a label on it uh, addressed to Mrs. Paula Harkin. Um, And uh, so it is from a Canadian, the organizations in Canada. And so you get, they're, they're actually in New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, but it says something about Canada. I bet it does. Yeah. And um, so how often do you get that homespun? Quarterly. Oh, it's a quarterly journal. And that's, and that's through running, what's the name of the website? It's actually, you can get to it by going to uh, runeveryday.com and it's called the United States Running Streak Association. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of fun. I think it's okay to have a goal. Like if you just did it for a year and you weren't some... Mm-hmm. You know, didn't want to become over proficient. the top. Don't want to become proficient. <laughs> so, 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 you so you're running every day. What comes after proficient? I have to ask. Yeah, I'm going to look that and, up for and you. Do you have any sense of what is the woman who is the as the longest streak in there? I don't know the woman, but I know that they've they're like 40 years. Mm. They've you know, and they're in here that you can send these little updates. So I got to say, that the first time I ever heard about a running streak was from. Um, my parents next door neighbors I babysat their kids all the time and they followed the parents and the family followed a guru uh, named Sri Chinmoy whose motto is run and become become and run and Sri promoted running every day and Sri puts on um, Sri is no longer living but um, the organization puts on these um, you know month-long runs in Queens where people um, run I don't know just daily for hours and hours around one city block in Queens. Oh, wow. Um, so anyway, so the parents both had a run streak going on. And I remember um, Miss, their last name's Rochelle. Mr. Rochelle had a streak going on that was lasted for more than 10 days. And Dim, to your point about fever, I remember he had he ran when he had like 103 temperature. They um, traveled a lot with Sri Chinmoy. And so they um, he ran a mile the day he got to Egypt um and so just that's amazing yeah and i so that was my first exposure to streaks and so it seemed um did um, it make you want to try to streak or well, did that it, give you it was definitely what insp- i think it was planted in the back of my mind and what got me going on my exercise streak mine was not a running streak but it was um exercising every day for at least 30 minutes oh that's how long did you what was your uh, a little over five years it was from wow. um let me remember when did when did my husband walk out on me? Uh, 95. <laughs> so my... Start, I'm not laughing that he walked yeah. out. My, I'm um, laughing that the way you said it. 
Because <laughs> my, my my red letter date, how you say your streak started January one, mine started on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's awesome. Of and um and so then he and I were still together, and then um, so he unexpectedly moved out, and so I just clung to that exercise because and my hands are sweating now just even thinking just about talking it. about it. It's because you shaved your pit. <laughs> <laughs> That's another conversation we have. You're not wearing thing. Irish spray. It is. It is. So, <laughs> Timothy. Uh, uh, so I just clung to that, and that was something positive that could come out of every right. day. And that I, you know, and also um, I didn't have kids at the time, so I had a lot of spare time. Yeah. So sure. um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so but then it eventually went until um, Jack, my current husband, and I went on uh, extended honeymoon, and I knew that. Um, I could either run every day and come home alone uh, without him, or I could uh, not exercise every day right. and, and um, come home with the, my new husband still intact, my new marriage still intact. So anyway, so that was the end. But what I mean, well, it you, served its purpose. It did. It served exactly. its purpose. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. So I mean, um, so you don't see, you don't like, because I would always not daydream, but I would think, oh, what's going to make me stop my streak? And I, yeah. I, I, again, I said it was before I had kids, so I thought, oh, well, when I have a kid, when I give birth. Because right. like you say, you can't run the day after a hysterectomy. I thought, okay, you can't run the day after you give birth. So I thought that will be the natural end to it. So you don't ever see like... Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to. I mean, I want to make a change maybe and not, not run every single day. Because I do believe that rest is important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll take a day where it's just one or two miles. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. I want it. I don't know. I just don't see it yet. I just don't see that mm-hmm. waking up the next day and going, hmm, I guess I'm not going to run today. But it might. I mean, it happened to Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a true story. So we should use that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. One yeah. thing I really want to say about the streak, it's kind of fun, is it, it says a continuous mile. Mm. And I've always taken that because I take everything really literally. Like, <laughs> I, seriously, I do. Like, Sarah's like, could you get here? Yeah, I'm like 15 minutes early. So... I, the continuous mile means like my girlfriends have run with me for so long that they'll go, there's your mile. But if there's a stoplight coming up, oh. you can't stop because continuous mile. If your shoe comes untied, oh, you can't stop until oh, after that Oh, mile. my goodness. Oh, but the wow. funniest thing is when I have been sick with the fever uh-huh. and I remember getting on, I'll get on the treadmill and... um like if you have diarrhea, like you're like there, I have to get off right <laughs> so you now. Have to press the Not reset button and you, you have to start your mile over. You have to start over. over. You don't have to. Sick. You do. You yeah, have I to start over. You, I don't know. Yeah, I guess let's, I, let's look at the rule book. Come I on, know. We got it right here. I've, flip, I've flip, actually, flip. some people go, well, you know, it's just kind of what they say. I'm like, no, it's, it's a real streaker. The real, the proficients. <laughs> they started over we, after we diarrhea. By example now, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm just so before we move off the streak, I yeah. have one question about it. Um, because you say you have your log books, and that feels very old school. But yeah. I know that there's something really kind of delicious about owning those and also writing down your workouts. I mean, I tried to get into that habit for a long time, yeah. and I did um, when I trained for the Nike Women's Marathon back in 2007. But then, as soon as I was done, I, you know, I stopped. But I still have the book, and I, you know, every once in a while, if I come across it, I'll just crack it open and be like, oh, yeah, look at that, you know? I mean, can you just talk a little bit about the act of writing it down instead of having it just on an electronic format? Right. Yes, I can, actually. Because, you know, I'm one of those people, I like to, I'm tactile. I really want to hold it and see it. And, like, there's been so many days that I have flipped back through, like, if I'm going to train for a marathon, I thought, what was I doing Two, two years ago when I was training for this marathon. Mm-hmm. And so I get a chance to look back and go, oh, okay, so I was a little slower, a little faster, whatever. 
but I get to actually flip. I'm going to hear. Can you guys hear this? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. that noise. Sorry. I love it. It's, you um, know, it's the difference between a Kindle and a book. You know? Yeah. And I like it, even though I, I've been on a lot of different programs electronically and, and logged it and I have a Garmin and Nike Plus, I've done a lot of that. So, but just, I still have to write it down every single day and I love it. I love touching it. I love seeing them, all the binders up there together. This is my sixth one and I'm did, I just, you, did you stockpile blank ones in case no. they stop making? I, Paula, you got to go home and you stockpile those, to. girlfriend, because that might be what stops your <laughs> oh my streak. God, you sound like Susie Orman, Sarah. Girlfriend, <laughs> can you afford it? I don't know, girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, I just—I mean, I think there's a place for both, obviously. I mean, Sarah and I are both fans of Strava, and we oh, yeah. you know, both use Solius awesome. and all that. I mean, it's definitely, you know, there is a, a real benefit to the electronic age, but I also just love that it lives somewhere else besides right the computer yeah you know? mm-hmm. that's cool that's a it's a that's a neat thing for you to ask me to many I, I care about that a lot oh, cool good cool. good good so we since i already alluded to you and um pocket dave um mm-hmm. own portland running company yeah uh so there's two locations two two yeah there used to be three and so that um so Wanted to kind of pick your brain about uh, running specialty stores, which is okay. what, you know, fancy speak for running stores. Yeah. And, and um, so I think sometimes women can be intimidated to go into a running specialty store and they think, oh, those are like really serious runners. And, yeah. you know, they'll call me out as not a serious runner or something. So, I mean, kind of what do you tell a woman who thinks that? Well, you know, I was that woman before I owned, my, was co-owner with my husband, Dave. Uh, and it was a scary thing sometimes. And sometimes I felt like, ooh, I'm not fast enough to go in there or, you know, and plus, you know, it's just in the past, it's been a lot of fast guys that were running these stores. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like it's kind of switched. We have a lot of really great women that work at our stores. But um, I would say, you know, it's a little bit intimidating. You have to take your, you know, get your shoes on and then we watch you run. Mm -hmm. And then we watch you run again and again. And it's it's the cutest thing ever to see these women come in. I'm not kidding you. I just I love so much because they had to have courage to come in. Mm-hmm. But once they come in and they figure it out, they love it. I think that running is, is the running stores are such a great resource for women, and they have, you know, there's a lot of women that run. More women that come in that you know into our store probably, and, and especially my events, mm-hmm. um, than men. So mm-hmm. it's it's you're not alone. And you, you know, you're, we're going to be receiving you with open arms and a lot of good information. So yeah, and resources like running groups, and you know, uh, I was talking to a, a woman last evening who had just moved Dimity from Denver to Hood River, Oregon, and she was lamenting uh, having to leave her running partner behind. And she said, sure. "Oh, you know, how, but you know, oh, everybody in Hood River so fast." And I was like, "No, no, no, that's not the case." I said, "You go into, you know, you know, you put on your big girl panties and you go into a running specialty store." And you ask them or you join one of their running groups. And I just think you're going to be, I think women will be amazed at the array of um, paces and goals and you know, length of time being a runner, that sort of thing in those groups. That's well, so and the true. other thing, I mean, and I, this, this is, this is a little bit of a longer story, but I think it has a point, hopefully a helpful <laughs> point, but, um, you know, I used to, when I worked at ESPN, I had to interview all these different athletes about sports. I mean, mainly the big four sports, like basketball, football, stuff that, you know, I knew the main players, I knew the main teams, but the intricacies, 
like totally lost on me. And so at the beginning of the interview, I'd just be like, okay, I'm just going to lay this out here. I am not a huge football fan. I really need you to explain things to me in a way that you would explain them to a, a very much a late person. And, um, and an editor that sat across from me was like, Dimity, that is like the best tactic ever, you know, because then they just, because they want to help you, you know? And so, I mean, even if you, you know, no one likes to know it all. <laughs> and so if you go into a running store and say, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm looking for my first marathon. I'm looking to do my first marathon. And I, I know a little bit, but you know, can you tell me the difference between these two shoes? Or I'm looking at these two GPSs. Why, why would I pick one over the other? And just ask a ton of questions. I mean, runners love to talk, I mean, you know, and give advice. I mean, that's pretty much a human thing. And so, you know, if you just kind of give yourself, like lay yourself out as kind of the lowest common denominator, if your ego is okay with that, you are going to get the best help ever. I swear people I really like come in and, and want to help you because they want to see you succeed. I mean, both on a personal level because they've connected with you. And of course they want you to be a, a return customer. So they're going to help you as much as they can. So if you can just kind of check your ego at the door and say, gosh, I, you know, Brooks, what are Brooks or what is, you know, I mean, pronounce things wrong. It doesn't matter. Sacconi, Sacconi. Yes. What's up with yeah, those Sacconi yeah. shoes? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Just, just, you know, just Asics. kind of go in as a, <laughs> as a, as a fresh mind. And, um, and I, I'm, you're going to walk out with so much information and feel so much more empowered. That's so true. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'll get off my soapbox now, but, um, <laughs> step back well, down. You're tall enough already. Dan, yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Well, Paula, you've been amazing. Yeah. Amazing. yeah no, so, so, so one final question. So that, um, uh, Paula has, she's on runs with an all women's team for hood to coast, the, the mother of all relay races. And so, just thought you could talk to us a little bit about that and also just give some advice. I mean, there's so many people running, so many more people running relay races like the Ragnar series and, and other ones. So give some, some relay tips and. Sure. Um, well, let's see. Um, there's so many, you know, there really are. Yeah, Irish, like a whole other Irish show. spring before you get into the van. <laughs> Shave your pits and use Irish spring. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I definitely think that you have to kind of get in a, the most important thing is to get into the mindset mm-hmm. of riding in a van for 24 hours or whatever it is that you guys, that you do. Um, and you have to be really willing to uh you know, know that there's six other women or whatever the number is in your van for that relay in uh, your van. And everybody wants to do the same thing. They all want to succeed, but they get tired and they get cranky Mm -hmm. and they get, you know, it's, then they might laugh their guts out. And, you know, you just have to be ready to, um, to be uh, crammed in, tired, hot, maybe car sick, (laughs) You do all these things for the love of the relay or for the love of running or your friendships. And so just remember, check all that at the door. Don't, don't, whatever happens, it's like Vegas. Just <laughs> if you say something, you know, just be forgiving and be accepting and just try to laugh and have fun. But that being said, you know, you need to make sure you have the right foods. You need to make sure you have the right, uh, you know, socks, shoes, have an extra pair. Do you, do you change? Uh, do you have three separate outfits? For I legs? do. My mm-hmm. team yeah. does because we're spoiled rotten because I sit around and <laughs> you're princess, my, my, yeah, princess and Paula. Princess Paula. But my husband, when he runs, and he's actually been on teams that have won Hood to Coast before, he sits in his same uh, singlet, shorts, oh, socks, no and shoes the whole time okay, because there's no day. stopping or sleeping. You just he go. He just lost a whole lot of appeal, I got to say. Yeah, I know. And his hygiene, oh. I know. And I don't even, I, when he even comes back from a run, I always say, you have the outside smell. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to shower right now. Irish 
We should be an Irish spring commercial. Commercial, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, that definitely, but um, having, you know, good food and lots of, and making sure that you understand that after you run and you, you have to just jump back in that van, um, you know, try to take a couple minutes to jog and warm down and then stretch and then depending on how fast your team is, that, that might not be, you know, something you can do. But if you can do that and um, make sure that you um, have fluids because we, we're running three times. Mm-hmm. You just have to stay really hydrated, eat the right things, electrolytes, you know, making sure that you're keeping yourself healthy, having a good attitude, um, getting to the exchange on time, trying oh, yeah. to sleep when you can, mm-hmm. even if it's five or ten minutes. We all know the value of that. When I take my daily nap. <laughs> After your massage and your After PT. my massage and my PT appointment. This cut into your nap time, this it's, recording, this didn't did, it? Yeah. yeah. That's um, what you were doing in your van when you got uh, here I know, early. I know. SUV. So, um, yeah. So those are some of the a so few of the things. Tips. That's a great That's a great thing. And yeah. I have to say that was spoken like a, two, a true, you know, six, seven minute miler. Yeah, take a little cool down run. I'm like, I am not running one no, more step. I, I, I my do, four miles I, was my uh, cool down run. I'll say, you guys, let's warm up. And they're like, what? We don't need to warm up. I'm like, yeah, we should warm up so we don't just, you know, tear out and tear our hamstring. No, this is going to be perfectly fine. So that's called the first mile in my world. Exactly. Exactly. Well, good deal. Well, it's been a ton of fun to talk to you, Paula. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Dimity. It's, it's really, been really fun. fun. To yeah. Good luck. Keep us posted. We'll have you back on at 4,000 if you're there. You got it. <laughs> All righty. Thanks. So I didn't want to interrupt Paula because I did that enough already talking about, you know, the fact that, the fact that I never got invited to prom. Or my days at ESPN. My days know. at ESPN, yeah. Well, what else should we talk about? Well, so the funny thing is when she talked about the woman in the fibroid. So I was at the Colfax Expo, which is mm-hmm. the, the local half marathon, 10 miler and uh, marathon. And I realized that was in the wrong order. 10, mar- 10 miler, half marathon, marathon around mm-hmm. here. I was at the booth, the AMR booth. And this woman came up to me and she was like, uh, I know you, you told me about your book. And I was like, Oh, cool. When did I tell you about that? She goes in the ER. <laughs> oh, because so after I had my fibroid bleed out, mine did not disappear. Um, like Paula's magically did. Right. And, um, and I flew, I, I, my, my nurse in Houston, this all happened in Houston. So my nurse, I remember doctor, I was there. Yeah, I know. I know. But in case people, you know, weren't there for the, you know, blood apocalypse of 2010 or whenever it happened. Um, so, uh, so she'd given me this medication to stop the blood flowing, um, mm-hmm. so I could get home and, and deal with it here. And it turns out that the medication, um, causes all these cramps in mm-hmm. your legs. And, um, and I hadn't, you know, and I was like, oh my gosh, my legs hurt worse than, than I, when I'm running. And I hadn't been running in a long time because of the fibroids and everything else. And anyway, I somehow got in my head that I had a blood clot because I was like, I had a blood transfusion. I had this, you know, my legs were really hurting. I had flown, you know, I'm like, something has happened. And so, so I go to the ER at like 11 o'clock at night. I mean, I'm already totally strung out from this oh. whole experience. And, uh, I'm sure I was just, you know, a, you know, a, a fountain of tears. <laughs> this woman. So if you, if you are listening and you went to the Colfax expo, 
and you signed up for our gift basket. I have a confession to make that um, that I gave it to that awesome nurse because she was doing her first half marathon, oh. and she was very sweet to me both that night and um, at the expo. So I hope that that um, that doesn't piss you off too much. We oh, didn't pick a random winner, but we picked a very um, a valid. Uh, winner so very nice very nice that's awesome so great well if you want more talk of periods and and other things um, and streaks yeah yeah join us on our facebook page run like a mother the book our websites are anothermotherrunner.com and motherrunnerstore.com on twitter and instagram we are at the mother runner our books run like a mother and train like a mother which are the um prequels to our upcoming <laughs> tales from another mother runner which comes out next march there uh the two existing books are available on amazon as well as on our store and um whether it's your first day running or your 2000th plus day of running many happy miles to you mm-hmm.